Welcome to the new School of Success. I'm Nick Maytash. And I'm Julian Rosen, and we are here to flip the game of success on its head. No more hustle, no more grind. Just the tried and true principles to help you win at life on your own terms. Class is in session. All right, everybody, and welcome to episode three of the new school of success so you can ditch all the old podcasts all the old schools of success get rid of them you found the new one the improved the iphone 51 if you will so on today's episode just kind of like every episode we're going to hit you with very powerful truths very powerful shifts in perspective that will make success simple for you as you build your version of success not your daddy's version not uh not the Instagram's version, but whatever happiness and fulfillment means to you, everything we're going to give you today is to help you successfully navigate that journey to awesome town, if you will. Yes, awesome town. And with me today is my co-host, Nicholas Mayday. Uh, Julian, thank you for the, um, the sports arena introduction. The Bruce Buffer, man. That's my Bruce Buffer. I really appreciate that as a dream of, of mine as a young child was to be introduced in a professional arena of some sort. And here I am on a podcast. Not exactly the Major League, Major League Baseball intro I was, I was hoping for. But Check it off. Check it off the box. Here we are. Here we are. Yeah. I'll, take, I'll take the goal being Mets mm-hmm. despite the arena being different. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, what are we talking about today? Today, we're talking about self-sabotage. Now, a lot of people... They don't even know they're self-sabotaging. Some of you out there are self-aware and you do know that you're the one holding, your back, holding yourself back. But if you've ever, ever experienced this pattern of wanting to change, being motivated for a second, being inspired, starting, seeing some results, some progress, and then falling off track, and then ending up right back where you started, labeling yourself as broken, and validating your stuckness by saying, see, it didn't work. This is for you because there are some powerful truths about how you, your brain is wired, how your biology is set up that actually we're kind of prone to self-sabotage if we don't evolve our mindset, if we don't evolve our personal power. So today we're going to tell you how to successfully smash through self-sabotage. And that could be self-doubt, that could be um, unworthiness, that can be um, a lack of consistency. I know that crushes people. Procrastination, these are all ways in which self-sabotage manifests. But think about it. How straightforward would success become if you no longer dealt with procrastination or you could own consistency or you no longer doubted yourself or you no longer got overwhelmed, right? How simple and straightforward would it become, Nick? Pretty awesome, right? I think it would become a a bit of a walk in the park. It would almost Mm. become too easy. And frankly, I'm going to go on on that tangent for a second. Success can be easy. It's something that I think there's there's so many people either believing that or talking about it openly that it has to be this very sacrificial um, process that we have to all go through. and, And you have to sacrifice time and energy and money. And it has to be this very exhausting thing and it doesn't have to be um so let's just cut that story off at the knees yeah Yeah. with with a machete right now yeah um but yes i i love that you kind of spoke to a couple of them but before we get into how to avoid self-sabotage let's let's talk about what it might look like on the front end so what are some of the symptoms that you see 
both personally, but also with your clients, because I know that I certainly am a human and suffer from them uh, as well. But what are some symptoms? You mentioned a couple you see as like, oh yeah, that's self-sabotage right there. So let's address Mm -hmm. what that means to you and and all of those things. So what are some symptoms? Yeah. So self-sabotage is any form of like resistance or negativity that you allow to return you back to where you started. That is self-sabotage, right? And so really the symptoms are if you're on a journey of growth and you start to be tempted to abandon that journey or you start to doubt your worthiness of that journey or you start to identify things you know you need to do and you avoid them, you procrastinate, or you know there's things you need to do, yet you keep choosing distracting things or stimulating things or dopamine raising things instead of attacking the big blocks you know you should, right? There's tons of behavioral, um, there's tons of behavioral gifts and tells in terms of, hey, maybe I'm not really super busy. Maybe I'm distracting myself because I'm sabotaging myself, right? And so anybody listening to this, it's like, wait a minute, I've, I've started on a worthy goal and I even saw some initial success and I aborted and I went right back to square one, right back to my comfort zone. What the heck is wrong with me? And hey, I got good news. Nothing wrong with you. Your human brain is actually very, very good at doing what the human brain was designed to do when left on default. And that is steer you right back into your comfort zone. Um, thousands and thousands and thousands of years of um, evolutionary psychology and biology actually has wired you to avoid change. Now, here's the kicker, Nicholas, and for those of you listening at home or abroad, your brain doesn't care if it's good change. Diamonds wrapped in $100 bill change. Your brain doesn't care. If it's unfamiliar, your brain will avoid it. If it's unfamiliar, your brain will tempt you in very sneaky ways to um, fall off track and validate your own stuckness. Uh, and like I said, this, this perpetuates itself in, in many ways. Procrastination, um, making really convenient excuses, uh, avoidance, distraction, choosing to lose consistency, right? Like there's all these, they're all kind of different flavors of the same ice cream, but like, um, it's, you got to watch out for it. You got to watch out for it because like I said, it is a human thing. So you should actually start to expect it. If you're on a mission to change your reality, it doesn't matter if you're elevating your fitness or it doesn't matter if you're elevating your financial reality, or you want to go from being an employee to a business owner, or you want to go from being a, you want to go, you want to be a morning person when, when you've just been someone who smashes the snooze button every single morning. Anytime you're leaving the known for the quote unquote unknown, you got to expect your brain to, get, to, to drag its heels a little bit. It doesn't want to go into that new place, not because you're broken, not because you're unworthy of that new place, but simply because you're a human being with a human brain currently doing what the human brain is wired to do. So knowing that you can kind of begin to expect, well, now it's a whole new ballgame because you embark on a journey of growth, you embark on a journey of transformation. Now you won't be blindsided by resistance. You won't be blindsided by the temptation to procrastinate. You won't be blindsided by self-doubt. You can almost start to expect them as signals that you're moving in the right direction. Because I don't care who you are. Show me a journey of extreme growth, of, of, of massive and powerful transformation. And if that person's being honest, I guarantee you they ran into 
the temptation to self-sabotage, the temptation to procrastinate, the temptation to say, you know what, never mind, I'm not good enough, I'm going to pack it in, right? Um, I truly think that if everyone's being honest, any massive journey, I, I can speak to that and say me 100%, they've experienced this temptation for self-sabotage. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, you spoke to it about comfort zone, but I mean, human mind, body, spirit, we just, we crave homeostasis, right? We love to stay. Yeah. <laughs> we don't like the change. And I love that you mentioned it already, but like anything above where you're at or below where you're at, that is scary. Yeah. And it's not because anything is good or bad or better or worse. It's because it's different. Mm. And if we can, like you said, creep up on what the levels of difference are when you see those triggers of, of what starts to feel uncomfortable. And when you get out of that familiar zone of what yeah. is normal to you, you cannot see it as something to make you run away from what you want, but yeah. that trigger that, oh, I'm reaching my upper limit, I believe it is, is referred to in yeah. the big leap. And when you recognize that you're there, you can just be like, oh, okay, time to carry on, time to come back to some of those, you know, that mindset stuff that will allow me to move forward with some positive thought, positive intention and belief, and just know that this is the signal. It's like the, it's the street sign that's pointing you in the right direction, but so many of us see it as a stop sign, right? We see yeah. it as, this is where we, we, we coil back and we come back to where we were in the beginning. I, the way that I like to think of it is like a thermostat, right? Like your thermostat is set at a temperature. It doesn't matter if it's too cold or too hot. As soon as it goes away from that temperature, something's going to kick on, whether it be the AC or the heat. So never with, with your path of growing and evolving yourself, it doesn't matter if you're failing or succeeding. Anything that is above or below where you're currently at is going to yeah. trigger something within yourself that says, hey, 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 hold on. Because frankly, when you fail, you're going to rally the troops and you're going to come back, do whatever you can to get back to that normalcy that you started off with, right? Mm -hmm. But the sad part about that, that awesome feature of ourselves that will rally the troops and bring us back to homeostasis is that when we go too far above, we get a little slice of humble pie. We're like, whoa, 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 this is too yeah. much. And we retract and we go back. Um, so when you see that upper limit, when you feel that upper limit, Julian, um, what are some things that you do tactically mm -hmm. that remind yourself that this is the right thing, I'm moving in the right direction, or is it more of you see it and you experience it and it's in reflection that you understand that it's, it was that distraction, that thing that was trying mm -hmm. to take you away? Like, Do you see it in the moment or is it more of a reflection after you've experienced yeah. it? Yeah, so the stronger I get my self-awareness muscles, the more I can identify it in the moment. And that's important because it's way more beneficial to me to be like, oh shoot, I see what this is as it's happening because if I'm seeing it in retrospect, it's already blindsided me and I'm already retracted. I've already taken steps back. So, um, I mean, this, this happened to me when I really started to take off with my coaching business, like things were going well. And on the surface, I was like, this is great. But like internally, part of me was like, this is going too well. You're no longer in home. You've outgrown homeostasis and all of these things that got me there, all of my morning habits, like all of the consistency and routines that helped elevate me. I found myself letting them slide sure. yeah, just this once and just this twice and just the three times. And I, you know, I found myself saying it's okay just this once like 10 times. Right. And before I knew it, my earnings, my income, my client base that was once prospering beyond my wildest dreams, I found it get back to a, where I comfortably had it 
before. And I'm like, and then I was like, you know, at the time I was like, what happened? Is the, is the universe bullying me? Am I a bad coach? No, I self-sabotage, right? Like, because here's the thing, your life is like a, a recipe you pull out of the oven, right? Like if you upgrade the ingredients, you're going to upgrade the finishing piece, right? Like if you upgrade the, if you go from craft singles to like from Italy, right? Like your pizza is going to be, <laughs> your pizza is going to be a little better, right? And if you, consistently, if you consistently use the good cheese and the good sauce, your pizza is going to consistently be better. Now I guarantee you, if you go back to craft singles, your pizza is going to suck again, right? Like not because you suck, not because the world is out to get you and you should pack it up and quit but because you changed up the ingredients, right? And so for anybody on a journey of transformation, when you elevate the level of your ingredients, be very conscious of the internal dialogue that tells you to start slipping them. Be aware of the dialogue that says, hey, things are going well. Why don't we go back to craft singles? Hey, things are going well. Why don't we skip the gym today? Hey, things are going well. Why don't we um, stop creating content for the business? Hey, things are going well. Why don't we... You know what I mean? And, and that's not to say, hey, never take a break or never go on vacation, right? Like unplugging is just as important as, as, as being tuned in and, and being very intentional, but it's saying be wary of the internal dialogue that is trying to convince you to degrade your ingredients when you know the elevated ingredients are working. If that makes sense. Does that make sense, Nick? It does. It does make sense, Julian. And I will add to that that Along the way, as you grow and as you kind of challenge that upper limit, as you see yourself getting out of the homeostasis that yeah. you were once in, being conscious of not only the tactical things that you were doing, like obviously yeah. the meditation, the journaling, the working out, all of these things are valuable. Yeah. But as you were growing, being conscious of not the tactical or the tangible, but being conscious of the the thoughts that yes. you were thinking and the beliefs that you were holding true to and the, the, just the emotions that you were engaging with every day. Like mm. if you step away from that, of course, when you hit that ceiling, you're going to retract back. Yeah. You could still show up and do the workout and you could still show up and read the book. Yeah. But if you're letting some of the other stuff slip, you have to be so conscious of the intangible and tangible things that you've done along the way that yeah. have given you the path to growth and just, keep on doing them. Like stop yeah. stopping, stop yeah. thinking that you're done. And it's, it's, it's forever going to be better from here on out. As you raise yourself level by level by level, you're going to have to relearn certain things. You're going to have to come back to certain lessons you've already learned yeah. because it's in a new context and you have to apply what you know and what you've been using within this new context, but just don't think that it's just going to go on cruise control. It's a matter of continuing to show up and and show yourself that you're worthy of that work, both in, inside and outside. Um, because I think myself included, we get a little taste of what feels like success, what feels good, and we think that, okay, I'll just yeah. call it. Mm -hmm. This is all I really need. And the, the, the fact of the matter is, it's not so much the results that I, that I should be uh, settling for or staying I'm done with, it's the the work that I'm doing that I should say, okay, cool. We're just going to keep doing this because this is what is this, the fruits of the labor is what's important. Or I'm sorry, the labor of the fruits is what's important. Continue to do the things that got you where you're going to uh, trying to go. And as you sense that you're going to, you know, get that resistance going on, you're feeling the distractions, come back to what you started with 
that moved you towards with this uncomfortable feeling you're getting as you hit that top notch of, of whatever you're pushing towards. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we're never done evolving. And I get it. We've been fed that like success is this problem free promise line that once you get there, you'll never have a problem to solve again. You'll be done. You'll just drink mojitos by the, by the beach. Right. Yes. And I'm here like history is filled with people who have financially been successful and stopped growing and have just derailed. Like the dude that uh, started Minecraft and then he sold it for like $2 billion and he was like 23. He's like, done, I'm done working. He went and like partied on yachts with supermodels for three months and then tried to kill himself. He got like suicidal. Why? Because as humans, we're here to evolve. It's funny, right? Like our minds are wired to keep us safe, yeah. but we have this soul, we have this fire that just wants to keep evolving and growing fuller and fuller and fuller. So yeah, it, it's also important to understand that like, yeah, you have this end goal in mind. And on that journey, self-sabotage may jump in and say, hey, you're not worthy of it, or hey, slip up a little bit or whatever. Identify it's there, and just like your belly button. You probably forgot you had a belly button until I told you you had a belly button, right? Like, oh, there it is, right? Just like your belly button, we all have this personal power to choose. We forget it's there, like our belly button. It's always there. Yeah. No one can jump in your head and pull the, the levers for you. We always have the power to choose to say, hey, my brain is saying procrastinate just this once cool. We can acknowledge what your brain is saying. You're not your brain. Your brain is like your arms or your legs. It's just a tool for you to help navigate your world. That's all it is. It's not who you are. The chatter it creates, that's not who you are. So your brain may say, yo, psst, let's bail. Let's get out of here. Let's stop doing the things that got us here. This is too hard. Yeah. When in reality, it's not too hard because you've already proven you can do it, right? Correct. So it's up to you to use your personal power, your superpower to say, yeah, cool, still going to choose to elevate myself, still going to choose the thing that aligns with who I'm becoming. Because really, at any point, you're choosing to align your time and energy and choices with who you're becoming or who you're outgrowing, right? And I, like watering a plant, whichever one gets the most attention, whichever one gets the most water, that's the version we're going to embody, right? So yeah, you're going to get that voice. We all do. Like I said, we all do. We all have that voice that says, you're not good enough to be here. Um, you can't keep this up. Uh, other people are doing it better. Um, hey, just say screw it just this once, twice, three times. It'll be fine, right? Like, we all have that voice. And we all have the same power to choose to listen to it or to choose to act in spite of it. And I promise you, when you choose to act in spite of it, yeah, just amazing things are going to happen in your world. Amazing things are going to happen in your world. It's going to rain a parmesan, you know? <laughs> parmesan being opportunities and, and synchronicity, right? And a rain cheese, baby. So Indeed. It, it, it's important to understand that like when you get to where you're going, don't expect to be like, cool, done. Because your soul is not done. Like you are not done evolving. So mm -hmm. once you're there, you're going to get this other call on your heart to expand even more. Don't be afraid of it. Right. It's, it's going to take you somewhere you've never been, which is amazing. But yeah, lean, lean into that, lean into that, lean into that. And like I said, expect a little, um, the temptation to self-sabotage along the way. Yep. And I'll also add, add this. If you look around where you're at currently, whether you're sitting in your car listening to this, you're at the gym listening to this, or you're just sitting at home listening, taking diligent notes, I'm sure. That's what I would do. Yeah. If you look around at your life, you have normalized everything that's there. It's not because it's easy. It's not because it is a given that you have certain things, but mm -hmm.
but you have normalized it. So understand that as you get to the next level, as you evade that self-sabotage and, and you know, rise up to the, the next version of yourself that you're going to become, that can be normalized as well. Like don't see it as something that's always going to be uncomfortable. It's not always going to be challenging and super frustrating. There's going to be a point in time where you click in after kind of doing that, that hard work of, of keeping your mind right as you rise above the level that you are kind of running up against. But you can normalize that. It's not going to be a forever stress and struggle and uncomfortable feeling. You're eventually going to sit in another room, another place, and look around and see that everything has evolved to a new level. Because frankly, your salary, you've normalized and you're comfortable with it, the spending that you have, the income that's coming in, all of that is normal to you. Jeff Bezos has normalized billions of dollars. But if he were given your salary, he would freak. He just normalizes super amounts of money, whereas you've normalized wherever you're at. Same thing with fitness, same thing with relationships. Everybody normalizes where they're currently at, but it's not because some people get to have certain things and some people don't. It's because that some people have found this level and spent so much time there with intention and with awareness that it's become normal. So as you rise to the next level, as you feel those little self-sabotaging tendencies come up, the procrastination, the distraction, the little whisper in your ear that says, you should probably bail on this. It's not always going to be that way. <clears throat> Excuse me. You will find a day that it will become normal and it's going to become your new comfort zone, your new familiar zone. And you're going to want to evolve past that too. But it's just a stepping stone between each level as you keep on doing that. So don't think that as you get from level to level, as you rise above your upper limit that it is right now, that it's always going to be this feeling that you don't belong. You just have to sit there long enough. You have to believe that you're there long enough. You have to give yourself the opportunity to, to normalize it. And then that new feeling that from where you sit right now feels impossible. It feels like it's going to be hard. It feels like it's going to be a stressful journey. Eventually that's going to become normal. And I say this because like before I had a kid, I have a, a lovely young daughter. She's 16 months old. Yep, 16 months. I had to double check in my mind real quickly. Like before I had her, I didn't understand what parenting was. And if someone would have told me like what my schedule looks like, all the things that I'm responsible for, just the emotional tie-in that you have as a parent of a child, I don't know if that person that objectively was given that information would have been able to, to understand and handle it. But within the experience of having her and, and you know, allowing her to be herself and, and taking care of her and, and giving her love. I'm 16 months into this, this journey of fatherhood and it's normal for me. Like all of the things that we have to do as parents, my wife, and yeah. it's all normal because we've been doing it. We've, you know, the training wheels are off and, and we just trust that whatever we wake up to do this, this day, yeah. we, we've gotten enough reps at it. So I encourage yeah. the listener as you get to that uncomfortable place, because trust me, when my daughter Lucy was born, it was uncomfortable. We didn't know what the hell we were doing. Like, not to say that we were completely lost, but changing diapers, swaddling babies, putting them down for naps, all of these things were foreign to us. It was uncomfortable. But we did it so often and we just stayed with the yeah. fact that we were going to be okay and we're just going to continue working towards being amazing parents that it has become normal. And we're going to find new levels along the way and you will find new levels along the way in your journey of growth and expansion. So just trust 
that as you enter into it, it will become normal and there will be another level after that. It's just this process of making it normal and then challenging the next spot. Yeah. And for all you listening, being like, yeah, but Nick's different. Um, these guys are different. Uh, no. If you're a human being listening to this or in a very intelligent ape being, your brain <laughs> has what's called neuroplasticity. Everybody's got it. We'll probably say it a billion times on this show because it is the neurological fact that we are limitless. Neuroplasticity is our brain's ability to evolve, adapt, grow, change, to accommodate and normalize new skills, new characteristics, new talents, whatever. So think about it this way. At one point, you probably didn't know how to drive a car, right? You didn't have those neural pathways activated within your brain. You didn't have them normalized in your brain. You practiced. You got messy. You drove with your mom and dad. You drove with the creepy instructor person right next to you who had their own brake, right? Like you did all these things. Now you probably start up the car, text message, drink a smoothie, comb your hair while you drive with your knees, right? You've normalized it. You've evolved. Now, if you wanted to learn how to drive a sports car, again, yeah, you'd probably have to get out of your comfort zone a little bit. You don't have those neural pathways ingrained yet, but your brain adapts based on how you use it. So if it's something you truly want to adapt and evolve and grow into, lean into it more. Drive the race car more, get messy, get instruction, get feedback, try your best version, adapt and optimize. And before long, your brain will have literally, like if we took a before and after picture, your brain will have evolved, adapted, optimized. There's new neural pathways built in to support your new characteristic, your new skill, your new talent. So if you're like, oh, I've never been a morning person, you can be if you want to be. Neuroplasticity proves that you can be. You just have to, again, choose to override some of these voices that tempt you to self Sabotage. You can be better with money. You can make more money. Again, you have to choose to act in spite of some of these self-sabotage voices. You can be in mad, crazy shape. You can. I know you can. Why? Because you can consistently become a person that goes to the gym and trains hard based on what you subject your mind to. Now, is it always squeaky clean? No. No one has the perfect plan. No one has this shit figured out. Like We're all figuring life out as we go. But I promise you there's certain principles that make this life that make success a lot easier. And neuroplasticity is one of them. So one more time. If you want to become a more successful version of yourself and you're not that version yet, good. It's okay. Your brain will. Neuroplasticity did not skip you. Your brain will change, evolve, adapt, grow, optimize, become better, become amazing, become almost cyborg-like. No, it won't become cyborg-like, but maybe it might. If you eat enough, or if you eat enough iron, become <laughs> Iron Man. <laughs> That's a dad joke, and I'm not even a dad. Nick should have told that one. I applaud. Um, I applaud. But, but anyway, don't worry. Like, yeah, you don't know what you don't know. How do you learn? You try. You do. You optimize. You get feedback, and I promise you, that brain of yours—you can't feel it, you can't see it—but that brain of yours. It's changing, it's molding, it's adapting to support who you're becoming. But the second you stop, the second you go back to using your brain the old way you were using it, your brain is changing. It's devolving. It's going back to square one. So this is my call to action. This is my rallying cry. Don't give in to the voice that says, hey, you shouldn't be here. Hey, procrastinate. Hey, that one thing you know you need to do, let's avoid it. Let's go on social media. Let's watch TV. Let's answer emails so that we feel productive, even though we're avoiding the one thing we know we need to do, right? We've all been guilty of that. Right. We all, like, I'm a human being. This is like an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting. I, Julian Rose, <laughs> deal with self-sabotage. Nick, you have something you want to share? Uh, well, I, Nick Maytash, deal with self-sabotage. Oh, wait. Oh, oh, my God. Bill Gates is in here. Hey, Bill, what's going on? I, Bill Gates, deal with self-sabotage. Whoa. 
No way. Billions of dollars from Billy Gates, and he deals with self-sabotage. What are the odds that he was in here? I just – see you, man. Wow, right. what a great guy. Thanks great. for a couple of million. It's only 20 bucks to, to you, but – Anyway, we weren't expecting that cameo, but boy, oh, boy. But anyway, it's a human thing. So when you experience it, like we said, it's not a, it's not a stop sign. It's not a you're an adequate sign. It's not a, hey, go back, you suck sign. It's, oh, hey. This is a sign you're on the verge of creating a new reality. Keep going. Don't stop. Keep going. Can't stop. Won't stop. Mm. Mm. Record records. Yes. Record records. Nice. Yeah. Um, um, so, but, Julian, yeah. what you're saying is that it's, it's not about putting in tons and tons of hours and, and just hustling until your face melts. No. It's, no. <laughs> what a voice. It's amazing that you're saying this, considering the fact that that's the narrative that we continue to see over yes. and over again. Yeah. Friends, we, we named this podcast for a very specific reason, the new school of success, because we're not trying to peddle the same stuff that will, will make your eyeballs bulge and <laughs> interested and like, oh, hustle and grind and hashtag the crap out of what you're doing in life. Like These are the things. It's the self-sabotaging um, symptoms that you see and sidestepping them. It is believing that you are actually worthy of the next level. It is being conscious and aware of the path and seeing those triggers, seeing those yeah. things and, and knowing that that's a, a sign you're on the right path. These are the things that lead you to what your version of success is. It is not, it's just not everything that you've been sold, everything that you've been told and taught. Trust that it is it's mind games. It's, a, it's an emotional game of success. It is not tactical. The tactics are there. They are a part of the game. They are a tool within the game. Yes, you have to do certain things. You can't just sit on the couch, meditate, and think positive things, and everything will work out. You have to put, so put forth effort. But that's not the only thing you should bring to the table. It is not just about working and outworking and going out and doing everything without conscious thought, emotion, or belief because I promise you the conscious thought, emotion, and belief, and understanding where you're at with that mm. is the key. And I mean, this is what our third episode, and I feel like we can wrap it there, even though we're going to have more. But if, if you believe, and here's the thing, if you believe it has to be hard work and hustle, that is going to be the thing that becomes required of you to create what you want. But if you can lean into and be open to some of the things that Julie and I are sharing with you about how your mind works, this neuroplasticity and how you will eventually normalize the next level of your life and, and how you can you know, sidestep some of the self-sabotaging stuff, that will become the requirements that allows for your success. And which one's easier? Is it the one where you have to work 23 hours a day or is it the one where you just be, get, get to become conscious of how you're thinking and how you're feeling and what you believe about yourself and what you can accomplish. I vote two. Two sounds I would, better. I would vote number two as well because yeah. it takes up less of my day, which opens up more time for myself, my family, and so on. But also it, it carries less weight and it gives you all the control too because when you are just about working and working and working or hustling and grinding and so on, you're putting a lot of stake in what somebody else can validate within you and what you can create from that person saying, yes, I want to buy your product. Yes, I want to work with you and so on. Whereas if the game is solely based on how you're thinking, what you're believing, how you're feeling, and what you're doing with that, it's powerful and very empowering. So to the listener, please understand, the ball is in your court. It's not anybody else's to, to play with. It is yours. Um, and, and that is 
is the key. And that's all I got, I think. So Julian, what else, what else can we say on this fine, fine episode? So key takeaway is, like I said, when you begin your journey from point A to point B, it's going to be there. The little voice, right? We've established it. Whether it's the self-doubt, whether it's the temptation to procrastinate or distract, like it's going to be there. Identify it, but don't view yourself as broken or inadequate. Everybody deals with it. Everybody has the personal power, the belly button, to choose, to hear it, to identify it, to see it, but not let it become them, right? Mindfulness 101, you're not your thoughts. They're like clouds in the sky. They'll come, they'll go. You have 50,000 thoughts a day. You don't have to listen to every single one. So identify it, remove yourself from it, choose to act in spite of it. You can, and just like any skill, just like driving the car, the more you do it, the easier it becomes. The more you, you, you act in the face of fear and resistance, the easier it becomes. Um, and before long, you, come pre- you become pretty damn limitless, which is, which is when life gets really, really good. So yes. my main takeaway is like, hey, expect it. It's supposed to be there on the journey of growth. Um, as you, as just, you know, like when you leave small towns, they say, hey, thanks for, thanks for visiting Cracksville, right? It's like, come back soon. Right? Like, like, imagine that self-sabotage is that sign of your comfort zone saying like, hey, you're leaving your comfort zone. Come back soon. And you're blowing past it in your ferrari you're like nope see ya going on awesome town right like i will not be coming back i will not be coming back um and that's it that's it and and and, um and we get it we've been there like i said like this is a very human experience so we're here for you we're here to support you so on that note nick when people want to engage with you more they want to comment they want to see this beautiful daughter of yours where can they find you they can find me on the instagrams at Nick underscore moving past mediocre. You can find me on Facebook. Look up my name, Nick Maytash. It does not sound like it spells. It's M-A-T-I-A-S-H. And if you uh, really want to dig in, um, there's this book that I wrote that's on Amazon called Moving Past Mediocre. Oh. That's all I'll say about me. But uh, Julian, where can they find and engage with your uh, beautiful bald head and all mm. the fancy things that you have to say on the Instagrams? Julian underscore fearless life. That's Instagram. Same thing, Facebook, just my name, Julian Rosen. I'm a bald guy with tattoos. Find me, friend me. We can be BFFs. And if you want some free training, if you want to learn how to take some of this stuff and implement it in your life, first buy Nick's book and then go to livethefearlesslife.com slash free training. And I got a three video coaching series that's going to send you into outer space, productivity and confidence wise. It's just really going to knock your socks off in terms of helping you get more done in a goal aligned way. So head there, get Nick's book, follow us. Oh my gosh. Bill Gates just came back and told me that you should leave a review and subscribe and then share this episode with your loved ones, with your kindred, with your tribe, with your Dungeons and Dragons clan with your, with your, uh, the people you play bridge with every Sunday at the nursing home. Cause you, cause you, cause you, cause you donate your time. <laughs> just share this stuff. Has it run out? I'm just, so, I'm so thrilled that Billy Gates is so emotionally invested in this podcast with us. He, and, uh, what a great guy. Great. And has, has built such really a, soft skin. that's strange that you know that <laughs> the, 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 the fact that he's built the life that he has and he, fully endorses this podcast yeah with with just cameos <laughs> and such we're gonna get a cease and assist from bill gates <laughs> it is such a blessing so uh with that i guess we'll wrap things up here this has been the new school of success thank you for joining us i am nick and i am julian and we say good bye <laughs>